Big Queer Wrestling Podcast is brought to you in partnership with Hope Spot Clothing Company. Hope Spot are a brand that look to celebrate more inclusive world in professional wrestling, with money from each purchase being donated to a variety of different causes. Listeners to the podcast now receive 10% off using the promo code BQWPOD over at hopespotcc.com. And I'm welcome to the Big Queer Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Joshua. Today, I'm joined by the Sweet Prince, Benjamin Harland, and the indie wrestler, Jack Nudsen. Yeah, bitch. Uh, together, they are Act 2. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. We're my second ever tag team on this, so let's see how well this goes. I've already lost my list of questions, so this is going to be for well. Talking over each other all the time, so this is going to be we've, we've only ever done this over, like, Zoom or <laughs> Skype that Phil uses, because he's from yeah. the 70s. Um, and yeah, it's awful. It's just constant speaking over each other. Nice. You're also my first two repeat wrestlers. So, you uh, know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah. So I was first, right? You were first. And then, You're also yeah. my most listened to. Oh. Because, yeah. Take that. <laughs> so. Yeah, you you are my first two that I've bought back, so feel special. I I wouldn't. It's a very generic podcast. Um, <laughs> we'll get right into it. For those that don't know, who are Act Two? Ooh, I'll let you feel that question. Is this me? Yeah. I mean, okay, I either or. Well, we're getting better at not doing this. Like, uh, start and then the other person starts. <laughs> Act two, we uh, we were formerly AWOL, and then uh, things changed, and now we're in the second act of uh, what we're doing as people, what we're doing in our careers, um, and that is mostly um, tag-based with each other. Nice. Where did the name come Almost, from? Um, the name, it came from absolutely racking our brains about new names for ages. Um, we were like, so when um, AWOL stopped, we were like, oh, you know, we, we want something different and, you know, we don't want to just keep being AWOL, we want to change it. And for the life of us, we could not get something we agreed on. Like, we just absolutely couldn't. So, like, for weeks, we'd just pitching random names to each other and, like, we'd find an issue with it or we'd, we'd settle on one and then the day after we'd suddenly not like it or something like that. And then um, I think you, Jack, were like giving out about something. Um, we, were, we were training and you were like having a rant about some theatre-y kind of thing. <laughs> and um, you said Act 2 at some point during what you were saying. And I think I just sort of stopped and went, oh, that's a, that's a good, it's a good tag name. Show Jack too, because yeah. And then weeks of arguments <laughs> were settled unintentionally <laughs> with the most bland like. But it wasn't oh. like a big, oh my god moment. We've got it. It was I said the words act two, and he went, we should be called that, and I went, yeah. Alright. <laughs> that was it. Alright. I'm not gonna lie, lads, I was kind of hoping for a little bit more. But Yeah, we no, should really dramatic the story up and make out like uh, yeah, yeah, just make it up, it's Very wrestling. Good. 
Someone the other day claimed I was five foot eleven. I'll just I'm gonna tell people a different story. Um so how did the tag team come to be? What made you decide to actually work together? Um, I feel like we sort of became a tag team by accident, which which tag team purists will be fuming about, by the way. That, um, but yeah, we um, obviously we both sort of got out on the scene at the same time. And if anything, at that point in time, it's sort of a comfort thing to definitely have someone you know, because the, the amount of like, new experiences you have in your first year is unbelievable yeah. and can be very overwhelming so at least like if you're with someone else you know you're gonna have someone to share that experience with so um we sort of went out together with the andy our tag partner as well and we were like oh well in this case we could be sort of jack of all trades because we can be a trio or we can be a tag team or we can be singles or anything of the kind um, and you've just essentially got a par of people so it, it ended up you know that Andy doesn't wrestle anymore obviously but we everybody knew us as they were guys so we sort of just carried on teaming from there and I think it took it took like time off and lockdown and stuff for us to properly develop as a team. Cause I wouldn't say any of the AWOL matches are like tag team wrestling. No, they're just, if you know what I mean, that's, guys. that's definitely just two, three, two guys, like just wrestling. You know what I mean? There, there isn't enough cohesion there to call it a tag team. Yeah. Whereas so... now that's something we're really trying to build on. So, so it went from a, we fill a car to know we're a team. Yes, exactly, yeah. Nice. So did you both start training at the same place around the same time? Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't too far away. I think um, Ben was just a year after me um, at the barracks, yeah. and I'd done a little bit before that in Derby. But yeah, um, it was through meeting at the barracks, and then... Like he said, it was a similar time that we both sort of went out. And when going out, um, especially as a group from a school or whatever, it's it's usually people get left out, so it's quite hard because I think most people approach a show and go, we are three very different singles wrestlers. So now instead of having, oh, someone's pulled out of the show, can you put someone random in? You've now got three spots to fill with a car. So if you've got that thing of, okay, we can all be singles, but we can be a trio or some of us can manage for the other ones and stuff like that. Um, I remember talking about uh, sort of our start of future in the last podcast and that was it. We'd go as a three and whatever needed doing, we'd sort of do. Yeah. Yeah, I think Jack we, were, we were pretty lucky. Like we had a weekend at one point where we did like every job yeah. wrestling. It, it was great. Like, um, we we still go out to different places now, and we're just like, hello, you know. I mean, it's <laughs> it seems to it's absolutely what's worked for us as far as that goes. And if you'd like, you'd met us when we first started with completely different people, like, and um, Jack didn't like me when we first met. That's, that's also true. That's yeah. 
<laughs> oh, what? Because obviously we've seen each other at shows and whatnot, and like people who know us will know that we're essentially inseparable. So the idea that <laughs> there's a point in time where unwarranted, by the way, I was hated. I hated as such. A, he thinks I had this like, <laughs> vendetta against him, right? You I didn't. Did. I just wasn't keen on him. Why? I was very neutral on him. Why and what changed? I just had no reason. I had no reason to like him. Sounds harsh. Wow. Well, it's just like we didn't really get on because we didn't really talk. And then um, we got put in. We must have been training for like. He must have been training for like six, seven months. And we got put in a training match together. And I imagine if you watched it right now, it'd be the drizzling. But oh, it absolutely. Be smooth and easy to plan with. And then from that match, I was like, oh, it's quite <laughs> Oh, it's not a massive... Oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so this could have gone very differently. Yeah, Absolutely. If that, if that match wouldn't have been put together by luck, who knows who I'd be best mates with. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So we've said you both sort of started going out around the same time. One of you started a bit earlier than the other. We did speak about it when I had you on separately, but when did you two start wrestling? Because... Depressingly, you're both still, like, children. <laughs> so, how long have you been wrestling and training? And um, I, I started training in um, June of 2017. And I started wrestling on shows. Like, I'm just barrack shows where we trained in August 2018. And then other shows out and about March 2019. So all in all, just took just under two years to sort of go out, essentially. Yeah. I, I should have gone first. I'm not like yours is then impressive of like dates and stuff. Started when I was 14. <laughs> That's six years ago, <laughs> and then I couldn't. I can tell you, yeah debut or anything like that not that like it didn't mean the world to me I'm just terrible with dates fair so yeah you both got a relatively like five and six years experience of at least training and then at least several years on wrestling shows because you're everywhere like people only have to watch your social medias to see that if you're not on a show they're helping at a show so like you get about neither of you drive do you no, not yet, a minute now. Yet you're everywhere. So how do you manage that? <laughs> with with we great difficulty. Figure no, it out. Literally, I think if there was a most shed phrase between me and him, it's figure it out. And it hasn't done us wrong yet. Like, well, it has. We've been stranded at pretty much every <laughs> in the United Kingdom. <laughs> However, we would figure it out. So, with that sort of mentality, we've we've been okay. We're lucky enough to be in a position now where um, it's a bit easier. But for maybe the first first year, year and a bit of going out, we were just doing everything to be everywhere that we could be. And it's not it's not a sob story. I think it's something that everyone should do if they can. But we were hemorrhaging money and time, and but we wanted to we wanted to make connections and. Luckily now, some of the legwork that we put in initially um, 
it's not like we did anything crazy. There's loads of people who do it and unfortunately don't get favoured the opportunities that we did, but we've been immensely lucky and as well as probably a bit stupid um, and just sort of tried to do as much as we could and now we've kept that mentality whereas I think a lot of people can sort of go, 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 go and then they see that it drains the bank and drains you and you don't see anything for it or you because you've gone and built a ring at the other side of the country and then left and no one even knew who your name was. It can be disheartening, but you've got it. You can't see like you've got to see it as the people you've met, the connections you've met, and that sort of stuff. Yeah, definitely. We've managed to. Um, we have a very good, supportive group of people around us as well. Yeah. And um, I know that quite like so many people took chances on us when they didn't need to. So, you know, we try in our sort of infancy in career be those people for others as well like um there's always like an exchange basis where there's like maybe there's someone you know coming up and they want to get out and about and stuff like that and it's like oh well you drive so as an alternate come around with us like we'll be able to get the venues and things like that and you'll get to experience what we got to experience and sort of an exchange thing there yeah um because I know that, like, sometimes... I feel like sometimes it's people can get taken advantage of, especially wrestling, massively. Yeah. So by offering sort of a means or an incentive or something like that, it's meant that we get to succeed and hopefully we get to help other people succeed, which... Yeah is the best way for us to do that at the moment. Yeah, so you're making the situation work for you. So, just as a an extra little question onto that, are either of you, like, don't have to say because it's more private, but are either of you learning to drive? I, I learned for about, I couldn't even tell you how long, but it was a, it was a fair whack before lockdown. Yeah. And, um, and then after lockdown, I've just luckily been so busy with wrestling and stuff that I haven't, yeah. haven't even had a chance to get back into it. I'd like to more for the um, more at the point now of like the training benefits and getting around to as many schools. Yeah, absolutely. Real cool stuff happening the other side of the country, and um, you can't feasibly do it with trains because you wouldn't make it in time and stuff like that. So, um. The, the sort of motivation to drive right now is for the training aspect whereas um, when I was learning to drive it was for the show aspect but now yeah. we're lucky enough to have um, good enough connections and have good enough people around us and um, be lucky enough that um, some companies will sort that kind of stuff for us or we've got friends who can sort it for us um, so the driving part hasn't held us back too much I really think there is there's yeah. moments where you get asked to pick someone up and it's Oh, it'd be really cool to be in a car with that person, but other than those sort of opportunities, as far as shows and stuff, um, driving hasn't been a crazy big problem, but it is something I'd like to do more just for personal life, really, at yeah. this point, but mm-hmm. wrestling is quite um, easily cool. accessible. Yeah. I, I live a stone throw from a train station. It's um, 
there is quite a lot, a surprising amount of wrestlers that don't drive or just don't yeah. like to drive that I don't think people expect. So I just thought I, I'd ask that question. Driving after wrestling would be horrible as well. Like, <laughs> the way I wrestle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Four hours. Doesn't, doesn't interest me at all. Yeah, no. I think um, it's, it's definitely one of the next steps in investing in ourselves as well. Like, um, we want to, sort of, obviously, on a personal level, oh, driving to make things so much easier. But from um, a professional level as well, we want to be able to cover all bases, or as many bases as we can. Yeah, you know it's I mean, good to want put to be on this TV, isn't it? Absolutely, and like we want to be as useful people as we possibly can be, and that's, I think, our next step in like sort of um, bolstering up what we provide to yeah. shows. Hopefully, it is, but like cars and all that. Oh, it's it's more hassle than it's worth half the time. <laughs> Plus, like you said. The, the style you wrestle and then the idea of driving home after that, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't wrestle a particularly aggressive, like, nothing overly aggressive or on my neck all the time and I, I hate driving home after a match. So, I can only imagine. Yeah, I'm known enough in the back of a car about everything That's that hurts. very true. If I was in the front of it driving it, I don't think anyone would be happy. <laughs> Yeah, no, <laughs> like the last time I saw you wrestle, I thought you had died. Like, Wait, it was, which one was that? So I saw you wrestle at Future. I was, and I was getting genuinely wound up in the crowd because I thought your opponent was being dangerous with you. Oh, who, which, which one was it? It was uh, you against uh, Bishop and Bevin. Oh, yeah, I thought it was Kingsley, I was about to say. No, and I was like, oh, he's fucking hurting him I'm what the fuck I was getting genuinely wound up got backstage it was all you yeah, yeah I was fine um, I, to be fair I did break my nose in that match but I wasn't like did that. you actually yeah I um, messed my nose up pretty good but it I, wasn't I was thinking more neck cool we were just wrestling around and it might have even been my own elbow just a straight nice. hit to the nose the amount of times in that match that you put yourself on your own neck and just sort of held it yeah. to just yeah, try and shit it. everyone up. Um, not to k- kill the, the one thing I'm decent at, but it's just a wrestler's bridge. So, um, but it, and like Ben hates me doing it whenever me and Ben wrestle because it makes me an absolute bastard to pin afterwards. That is, have, oh like, my god, perfectly tripod like on my head. You say you say it's just a wrestling thing, but there's not a lot of people that can actually do it. Yeah, neck like, strength is very important. I might not be the most um, sort of muscular guy, but I can, well, like, I can hold my weight. But on it's, my neck. there's a hefty neck. Hefty neck. Got abs either, either side of his hefty neck. Hefty neck. Just toned. Day, every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, thicker than like, my ears. That's the, uh, that's the goal. Just seeing that, like, obviously you keep everything safe and you do what's within your limits, but it shit me up. And then I can't imagine being in a car with you afterwards after you've spent half a night on your neck. So I get what you mean. Oh, he, he moans when he hasn't spent half a night on his neck. I'm, I'm quite a moany person. I, I, I'm going the best. I mean, I know people who are worse. 
but I can be having quite a good day and I'll find something to go, oh, yeah, but this. Um, but as far as being heard, unless it's somewhat bad, I, I don't really, I don't really mention it because I know Con will go, ah, and then rinse me. I mean, fair. That's what tag team partners are for. Con went off on a weird tangent then because I just wanted to talk about your scary neck holds. Um, <laughs> scary neck. Yeah. It what it. Like, I'll repeatedly say how much it shit me up because I thought you were dead. <laughs> I remember you coming back quite like... You were right. You were right, mate. You were right. I think you might have me as well but whilst I was wrestling. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't know if I'd get backstage because I was doing yeah. other stuff. So I messaged him and put, you dead, mate. I wish I would have had my phone <laughs> in my parka with me so I could just... When I tagged just out, at ringside. Um, yeah, no, I sent it because I didn't know how soon I'd be able to get back. And I was like, is he dead? Is he dead? Shit, is he dead? And it was just all your fault. So next time, <laughs> I'm just leaving you to it. Those two are class, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd see, I've worked Bishop, and he's a lot of fun. He pooed himself in my match. Um, we, got, uh, we got warned about this. Yeah, yeah, actually. he's got... He's got the yeah. worst, like, restraint of, like, holding, <laughs> going the loo. So if he needs to, he'll warn you before a match of, like, I might shit myself. And I gave him a clothesline, and he he came over to me when we were both down. He went, a little bit of poo came out. You I was like, what? The shit yeah, yeah. I was like, why? Well, he was like, I think I've shit myself. And then we finished the match. We got backstage, and everything was fine. And then he came out of nowhere and went, yeah, mate, I checked. There was, like, a full bit of poo in my trunks. I was like, cool. <laughs> and I'd never I'd never seen Bevan before, your match. He's yeah. fucking brilliant. He's shit. Bevan's fantastic, yeah. I, I can't believe how much you just killed his gimmick, by the way. <laughs> Any, uh, yeah. Like, you see a scary dude. Like, big scary he's, man. I'd like to point out, still a scary as fuck dude. Oh, yeah, he still, he still can kill you, like... Just, I, I, I dare anyone to go and ask him about yeah, yeah. his Just really, really bad IBS, <laughs> apparently. I mean, I, I tell everyone I fucking love it. Like, at one point, because of lockdown, he was my last match before lockdown. Okay. So, as we went into lockdown, my last match ever, when the world was closing down, was the match where the ladder wrestled shit himself. <laughs> so, I tell people, and he, he doesn't deny it, like... Because he's, to be fair, scary enough that if you did take the piss, it'd yeah. fucking lamp you. Um, let's stop going off on weird tangents about necks and poos. Right, I asked you originally in your singles interviews, who influences you? So, obviously, you would have said very similar or the same answers. But, tag team wise, is there influences? Motor City Machine Guns. So much. Yes, I think. Motor City Machine Guns. If we've ever wrestled you or talked about tag wrestling with you, a Motor City Machine Gun will come up a lot. I think, to be fair, that that sort of time period of TNA in general would be a lot of where the beer money, for instance. Um, sort of the the natural swagger that Beer Money have yeah. is something that I'd love to even try to replicate. Beer Money, um, LAX, Mercy and Machine Guns. Of course, is it LAX, absolutely. Oh, LAX. Genera- um, Generation Me. Guns, um, 
I'm a huge fan of the world's greatest tag team. Yeah. And I feel like that despite their name literally being the world's greatest tag team, criminally underrated as a duo. <laughs> um, is there any that you think I'm missing out? I, I, we're, we're also massively inspired by like the guys we wrestle as well. There's, I, I think everyone had a similar idea about three years ago that there wasn't enough tag wrestling in the UK. <laughs> everyone was like, let's be a sick tag team, and now there's just so many amazing tag teams in the UK as well. That uh, mm-hmm. I think in my um, singles interview that we did, I uh, put Ben as someone who inspires me and countless teams inspire us because it's it's um it's always a friendly competition isn't it? it you want to be better than the people you work in and the people around you um but yeah it's the whole of the uk tag scene at the minute is on fire yeah uh, makes a lot of sense that you're influenced by the people around you and you're around the perfect age for like peak tna so that makes a lot of sense as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> inspired by ace of the mates that's us Oh yeah. No. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. Completely understand I'm with you. Uh, what's the plan for Act Two? What's like what do you plan to do in the future? Is there targets? Is there are you gonna be a, are you planning to keep moving forward as a tag team? Like what's what's the plan? Oh, wow. So Sort of a loaded question. Keep going till the wheels fall off. I think is yeah. <laughs> we hate each other. The best. <laughs> Keep going until he finally does my head in and off. I mean, you've wrestled each other quite a lot as well, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So much. Because <laughs> I've saw the more recent stuff for the barracks title, mm-hmm. but yeah. there's been quite a few times before that as well, hasn't there? Yeah, we wrestle a lot, and especially in that case where we were um, offering as like, oh, we can be singles guys, or we can be this and that. We'd show up, and people would go, oh, well, we just have a singles match, and then yeah, we, and then they go, okay, you've got three minutes, so we put fifteen minutes in three minutes. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. we wrestled more times. Anything. Do you, we can we can wrestle each other in our sleep at this point. Do you think it helps you as a tag team? Knowing how each other moves and what time they're going to be hitting stuff at and that's so much easier from taking it. If I know at what point I'm going to be hit by a big boot, (laughs) I know when my opponent's going to be hit with it so I can do something else. I think um, obviously timing and things like that, but Everybody has subconscious body cues, like body language. Yeah. Like, there's just things that even they don't know that they're going to do. And I think we work together so much that we can sort of see that for each other. Read each other, As yeah. well, or like, the look, or like the look on the face or different things like that, like a twitch of the arm and things can, can sort of, we can sort of cue each other with those things without having to sort of make it really blatant and like it's all sort of awkward and staggery and it's like dead air or anything like that. I think working against each other has really helped us develop that chemistry as a team 100%. Nice. 
yeah, I, yeah, it makes sense that it would because obviously, it's not just doing stuff together; it's doing stuff against each other, and you pick up on <clears> stuff. <throat> reading each other without reading each other, it's quite a unique yeah. skill. Um, yeah. So the plan is go to the wheels fall off. And you've already mentioned how hot you think the scene is, so the plan is to just work with everyone. Yeah, I want to... Oh. There's, there's, um, obviously, you've got your own sort of personal list of guys you want to wrestle, but um, the list for tag teams in the UK is just as long because it's like a factory of tag teams at the minute. We just keep putting out better and better in tag teams and hopefully, um, like we say, before the wheels fall off, we can... <laughs> sort of be a part of that and be able to wrestle these these teams that we look up to. Nice. So I'm going to add to that because I asked you both last time, three people. So I'm going to lean into it and say three tag teams that you think people should be looking into. And I know it puts you on... Ooh, okay. I know it puts you on, like, the spot. But I thought it would yeah. be a bit different because I asked everyone their three and you two both gave some when I interviewed you the first yeah. times. So, mm-hmm. tag teams. P- people have got to be watching Death Row. Oh, Death Row, fantastic. That's a great shout. Amazing. Um, Death Row, this is where my um, <laughs> no knowledge of geography, by the way, from me. Um, I don't know what part of the UK... Preston is in that's where they're based <laughs> that um, bit <laughs> that, that bit of the UK um, find them there Death Row are wonderful we've had the chance to wrestle them a lot and that's still not enough yeah like they're the kind of Me people that you could just Kane have wrestled so many times oh again, my god absolutely so like me and Kane wrestled at Barracks last weekend yes um, as of again, recording time not, not, not to appeal again about but we spoke for about three minutes and went yeah it's because we've, we've nice. worked that much it's so much like it's obviously sort of everybody wants those like intense 30 minute like you know arm burners and things like that and but on the flip side wrestling can be in some in some cases so much more fun when you're in there with people you know and you can just kind of like lose a little bit and you know the, the pressure isn't there you're not like stuck up in yeah. like oh my god we have to hit this point and this point and this point and this point and all these things and we've reached the point with death row where we can have that and we can so you know what i mean enjoy it we can exactly yeah nice and i think anybody who was to wrestle them would feel the same way after they've had the chance to wrestle with them as well. They're so... I don't want to say so easy to work with. I feel like that might have a stigma against it. No, I think think that makes sense. I think easy to work with is very different to, like, how it could be worded. Easy to work with is... Yeah. I think that works. (laughs) <laughs> and who's your second? Um, they, they, um, they, they don't need us to tell people this, but Synergy. Oh my god! Incredible freaks. Incredible freaks. Yeah, politely freaks. Oh, in the in the politest, yeah. nicest way. Yeah. 
Like Scott Steiner kind. A hundred percent. They're like, I think comparing them to the Steiners is absolutely sort of the route I'd go down. They're just almost, it's just effortless. Yeah. It feels like for them. So much fun. And obviously we've had the chance to work with them and see them sort of wrestling completely different style matches than the match that we had. Yeah. And they're, they're a bag of tricks, essentially. They they can just sort of mould to anything in any scenario that they're in. It's very and much one day it's, oh my God, they're Brock Lesnar. And then the next day it's, oh my God, they're Rey Mysterio. It's Exactly. Exactly. And to have that, range is insane especially at the size those two guys are as well infuriating <laughs> if you've if you've never seen synergy they are built <laughs> units all, like absolute units troy and squats and benches silly amounts a hundred percent and the amount of weight he lifts he shouldn't be able to move how he, he does. talks about it like it's nothing <laughs> he again not a crazy feat of strength because of the size of me but caught me from a suicide dive and he was like I'll put you in like a running power slam position and then you can post me so he caught me on the suicide dive as if like how a koala would hug a tree so I'm just kind of hugging him and I was like I wonder how he's going to put me over his shoulder with ease is the answer to how he's going to put me over his shoulder. <laughs> Easily. Like, like I was nothing. Just popped, popped me onto his shoulder. It was, it was incredible. Yeah, no, he's insane. One, one day he'll literally post that he's squatting or benching the most insane way, and then the next he'll be like, oh yeah, did a hurricanrana. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? I am, um, just as a match that I think people should go and watch, Especially of synergies, um, synergy versus pure beef oh, from um, the most recent Monday Night Patch, or most Ooh, recent to this point. Too. That's Blake and um, Will Cruz, isn't it? Blake and Will yeah. Cruz, yeah. who, if we have a well. point five here, are on, uh, ridiculously talented people. Um, I'd absolutely suggest to seek that match out. Um, I believe it's on Powered for You TV, um, yeah. and. That is worth your time and then some. Yeah, they had massive. unbelievable, um, and it's sort of and you, we talked about inspiring earlier. It's like if you watch that match and you don't love tag wrestling, how? Yeah, you know what you know what I mean. And um, just while we're on the topic of synergy as well, seeing people like that get the opportunities, like they're on the WWE Network now with ICW. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing them get as they those, should be, right? Yeah, 100%. That, it's so much sweeter when you see you get to see good people get good chances. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And they're both very good people. Like, I was bigging up Troy because I see more of him on like social media and stuff, but they're both yes. very nice people. Just as humans and then they just follow up by being freak athletes and great wrestlers I'll let you have a point five so that you could talk about um oh, beef was it total beef I don't know why you literally said the name I've seen them 
about and the name just slipped from my mind. But yes, talk about them. Um, again, not to not to ruin an illusion, but two of the best people to be around. Yeah, just Absolutely. hilarious people. Um, we've almost been adopted by Blake at this point. Yeah. Um, we sort of, you know, he'll see us and it's great. And it's another then, big guy that I just poke and poke and poke. That is very true. Are you the one that posted about him having dad energy? Or was that no, someone else? No, somebody about him having dad energy. And I mentioned yeah, that um, in, he'll in see us clubs. and... He'll sigh and be like, just be careful. Yeah, <laughs> be careful, man. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And, again, two people who should not be as athletic as they are at their size. Oh, my God. Blake's fire. Like, just, if you want to see a hot tag, and I've told him this, go and find any match where he's done a hot tag. It's oh, amazing. A million percent. Like, um, his cross body for instance. Yeah. A crossbody, um, in essence, is a very, you know, it's a simple move. It's not something that, like, commonly nowadays would pay much attention to a crossbody. He makes you pay attention yeah. to that crossbody, you know what I mean? Not only is it, like, a lot of mass jumping that high in the air, but, again, I was talking about effortlessness, just the, the sort of Suave, <laughs> the suave yeah. crossbody on Blake. <laughs> no, nice. best way to go out it. And you've got Will Cruz who can just bust out a moonsault on. I, I've never not been entertained by Will Cruz. That's another person. Who, Absolutely. Um, we've seen Will Cruz work vastly different matches. Hundred um, percent. And fits in perfectly with any of them. There isn't. Yeah. I've never seen. Will look slightly out of place in anything. I've never seen him go, oh, I'm not sure about that. He can put his hand to anything. Yeah. I think I can speak for both of us when we want to be that total package. Yeah. I think, personally, this is just my opinion, obviously. I think everyone should... You can have specialities, but everyone should strive to be that total package. And for guys like Blake and Will Cruz and Synergy, they're as close as that total package as you can. Yeah. Agreed. Units that can athletically move. It's, yes. yes, they just get it. Yeah, it's a difficult thing to do. I know it It seems to happen a lot in wrestling, but it really doesn't as well because there's so there's such a wide array of people that, of course, it's going to happen more than once. But to have these... I keep saying freaks, but it's not the right word. But, like these super athletes that come along and it's because I'm so used to saying freak athlete but super athlete is <laughs> a better word in it um, that just come along and they can do it all. it's like, it's amazing to see but it's horrible to like <laughs> I'm never going to be that that kind of thing <laughs> it's oh but it's so good as well and it's oh yeah have you got it's technically a fourth but we'll say third um i'm gonna use this as a not necessarily team that people should look out for because everybody is watching them and you'd be silly not to but i think going back to sort of inspirations and things like that and i'd say a dream match for both of us would be like us jim 100 percent um you're you're still at that total package level but you're on the opposite end of the scale with Lycos Jim, I feel like. Um, 
another team where if you can watch them and not like tag wrestling, I don't, I don't know what to say to you. You know what I mean? Just unfathomably good. Unfathomably good. I can't yeah. even think of more words. You know what I mean? And I think anybody being in the ring with like Otterbeam is absolutely, you know, they're going to learn so much. I think that's one of the best lessons you can get in tag team wrestling right now. Have, oh, 100%. Have you 100%. wrestled them? We have not. Not yet. No. They've been thrown around a few times at a few places. Um, we've both, um, in the past, have been supposed to wrestle. Kid like, like us too. Um, yeah. But again, it's just always fallen through and it seems like um, something that the universe didn't want to happen for ages. But it's, yeah, it's, it's been juggled around. Um, Delaying it for a bigger stage. Yeah. Oh, don't. <laughs> um, I'm going to add another, sorry, another point five, just because I'm thinking about them. BDSM. Yeah, BDSM, amazing. Absolutely. Another um, sort of dream match level for us. Um, I'm not going to talk about Charles Crowley anymore, because I talk about Charles Crowley all the time. But their dynamic and just the pure entertainment value from Crowley and Clementine is unmatched. And I feel like all of these matches we've said, we've had, we've had the chance to work with Synergy and Death Row and we yeah. haven't got to work with Lacoste Jim yet or uh, BDSM, but we, you can learn something from everyone you get in the ring with. And I think you're going to get so much in different aspects from those two teams. Like, like Osh Jim are the full package and they're wonderfully technically sound and you're going to really get into that sort of, you know, mindset with them where you're going to learn so much physically. And not to say that you wouldn't get that with BDSM, but they are so entertaining and have that yeah sort of you know character value BDSM give off the vibe of they're fucking insane absolutely they but, are as well but they, they are insane but they know it <laughs> yeah like they're aware of it and they use it as a strength and, and it's more annoying how good both of those uh, people are at wrestling because they're so good at character so like just pick one but they're both so good at Everything. Okay, you've got you've got four people who, within my costume and BDSM, you've got four people who, alone, have it all, yeah. and in a team have even more. <laughs> you know, I'm a little twice, yeah. And they present it. I feel like in different ways, and that's what makes it so cool. Is well, there like, is a card in this country that couldn't be main event in singles by any of them? Yeah. Absolutely, you could put any combination of those four anywhere, and you know what I mean. You're going to have a stellar match. Well, it's out in the universe now, so hopefully, you guys get your matches with these incredible people. <laughs> right. It would, it would be insane. I think I'm about to blind myself. Yeah, there oh, we go. Oh. <laughs> 
People can't see this, but I just turned a light on directly into my eyeballs. Um, yeah, so it's people that you think people should be looking into, but also kind of a wish list. So it's a, a double one. So I'll let you off with the extra names. Um, I've gone through all my questions because I have a very generic list and I'm a very boring human. So where can people find you guys uh, show-wise in the next couple of weeks when this comes out? And social medias. And do you have merch? Um, at the moment, um, we are currently in the process of getting merch printed shows. Um, we did have a t-shirt. There were some issues with printing and things like that. Um, so we're just currently trying to figure out the best way to get that out. And at the minute... Um, Shows post release of this. We are at Sacrifice Pro Wrestling in Bedford for Aubergine Emoji, one of my favourite show names um, I've ever heard. And if you don't want to see us be friends and you want to see us back for each other, um, we're actually having a hardcore match at the Barracks um, on April 29th. I know you can find Jack Nudson at Good Wrestling very soon um, around the Milton Keynes area. Yep, indeed. We, um, you can find us at Future on April thirtieth. Oh my god, same. Hey, there we go. Look at that there double plug. <laughs> Love to see it. And um, at the moment, there are, there are definitely. Um, we've got we've got a lot of very cool things um, coming up. Obviously, things we can say, things we can't, but we are very lucky to be in the positions that we're in right now and we want to ride the wave you know as much as we can and work to keep bringing those opportunities in yeah and um social media wise i'm on facebook instagram and twitter as at sweetprintbh And I am I'm on all the same things, but I'm Twitter and Instagram, Jackson01, Facebook.com forward slash Jackson Wrestler, if anyone still uses Facebook. That's a good point. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, last time I had you on it and I was tagging you in it, it wouldn't let me tag you, and then I realised after about a week, I was just spelling your name wrong. Good son. <laughs> so many people do it, so many people do it. I should just change it to the, to the should. L, you but should. then people would spell it with an E, so... Probably. I'll be back Just for clarification as well, um, it's Nudsen, K-N-U-D-S-E-N, for the social medias, by the way. Still going to get it wrong on the plugs. Um, that's not even fair, it's just in general, I feel like it's a little spelling lesson. Or O-N if you're making a match graphic. Yes. <laughs> nice. So, that's pretty much everything. Thank you for being my second tag team ever on the Big Queer Wrestling Podcast and the first two people I've ever brought back. Thanks for having us again. Absolutely. I hope it was, hope it was worth the time. It was alright. It was alright. It was alright. I'll bring you back in like another six months and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> alright. Thank you for everyone that's listened. Uh, have a nice day. <laughs>